is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free and bring up anything. The number is 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you will find there free. The whole site, free to you. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their sites. I'll bet you we've got more for free than they will charge you for. Go find out for yourself. FreeTalkLive.com. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. Uh, Don't forget, uh, you can dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Coming up, Mark, you're going to tell us what life is like in Pakistan. Or Pakistan. Not uh, every portion of it, but a specific portion uh, that is hotly contested, would you say? Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to that. And uh, But first, your phone calls about what you want. Ty is on the line to start things out on the amp lines in Tennessee. Hello, Ty. Hey, yeah, this is this is Ty, the, the recovering statist uh, unplugged from the Statrix. Most of us uh, are, Ty. Welcome, uh, welcome <laughs> aboard here. Hey, I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, David uh, from New Hampshire called in last night asking if activists, you know, being a group, if they're – if they are, if that's part of being like a collective, you know, a collectivist. Mm-hmm. And I just got a couple of ideas to run by you guys to see what you think about this. Um, when I when I think of collectivism, I think of it more as a group of mindless non-actors that that are acted upon more than anything. Whereas you know, activists are individual actors kind of working in concert. So it's kind of like a yin and yang thing. Where you know the activists are, are individual actors, but collective the collective is just a mindless group of uh, collective. Well, I don't know. I, I see where you're coming from there, and I think maybe to just to refine it a little bit, uh, an activist is anybody that is active, right? It is anybody that steps up to get involved with something that they think is important uh, and does more than just talking about it. For instance, uh, they they step up and they do something. I would consider that person an activist. So an activist can be an activist that is working in a kind of an individualistic manner, or they can be somebody who plugs into a structure, like a lot of organizations that are would call themselves activist organizations or activist groups have this very top-down centralized management structure that we were so familiar with because of government, because of the way many businesses are organized uh, and uh, church groups or whatever. We're very used to having this hierarchical structure uh, in our lives, and so many activist organizations are uh, you know formed that way. There have been there have been people that have been found at political events, for instance, when asked questions about why they are there. In many cases, they, are, they will answer, if they're in one of these hierarchical organizations, because I was assigned here, because I'm supposed to be here, I was told to, uh, to be here. And that's, that's, the, you know, that's an indicator of somebody who's acting kind of as a collectivized activist. They're just following that's orders. That's true. I guess I'm really more referring to liberty activists. Individualists who are actors are acting individually, but they can act individually in concert with others. You see, you see what I'm saying? There's a volitional aspect to liberty activism that does not apply to collectivists. 
Yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from. But of course, the collective, uh, if you want to use these terms, the collectivist activist has chosen to plug into that system. They they have made the choice as an individual to follow orders in the same way that the police and others who are plugged into systems, uh, they've made these choices. They're fully responsible for their actions, but yet they get the uh, the pass of being able to say, well, I'm just following orders. So I think that yeah. there's, those people are still individuals. They've still made choices. It's just that the choice they they've made has allowed them an excuse for the things that they do and it's not right. appropriate that's the that's a big difference is that individual actors you know are are responsible for their actions they take accountability for their actions and they stand their ground whereas you know yeah. that, that's one of the problems with collective group think is that it's you know hey i was just part of this group it wasn't me it was the group yeah, I'm glad you, you made know, that the, distinction. Yeah, the the individualist activist takes responsibility for his activism. I think that's that's probably the best uh, definition. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's all I wanted to talk about. Thanks, Ty. I appreciate the call tonight and the discussion at 800-259-9231. You gents just kind of sat that one out. Any thoughts on it? Accurate? My computer just crashed. Oh, so. darn it. <laughs> Oh, that'll screw you up. I was trying to quickly scramble to be able to get the article back. Well, he made an interesting point, which I never thought about regarding activism, is is that uh, collectivists also think, are, are kind of in this groupthink mob mentality, where they feel that they're doing something as a group to achieve their goals, whereas liberty activists do what they want to do. I mean, we, we may not even agree with all the things liberty activists do, but they are working at the same aim, but if they do something that uh, might be embarrassing or over the top, then that's their responsibility. I was actually out tonight doing uh, a little bit of activism. I uh, was out at the uh, the local GLBT candlelight vigil, which was being held local uh, Central Square here in Keene, New Hampshire, uh, in support. I believe these are happening around the country, uh, but in support of um, peace and stopping the madness of uh, picking on people for mm-hmm. for you know being not normal supposedly right but i think everybody's uh, normal in their own way and i don't know what being normal really means but you understand what i'm saying there's yes. a lot of um there's a lot of anger out there at people who are perceived of as different and in many cases that manifests um in uh, in those people's lives as frustration and oh, it must depression. be it must be horrible. It must be horrible growing up and knowing you're different and and not feeling comfortable being who you are because of all these societal pressures and and, and norms, so, so to speak. And I knew I knew kids growing up that were not um, heterosexual, and I, we could all sense it. And sometimes the kids would would uh, would taunt them or or call them names and stuff, and and that wasn't right. And some of them end up taking their lives. Yeah, this and exactly. That's what the point of the vigil was, and that's very unfortunate because there's a lot of gifted people that can do a lot for this world who happen to be gay. Yeah. So uh, so that was one thing. You know, that's it's one example of uh, some good individualist activism because everybody there came there for their own on their own volition because of their own reasons. Uh, there was a nice open mic segment where anybody, any individual from the crowd could come up and and speak. It was a great event. So, you know, but this is just another way that we're all divided against each other to fight amongst ourselves. It seems like they the the powers that be always try to stoke up those those uh, those tensions and differences between people instead of focusing on how we're all alike. Well, it kind of zeroes in on something because um, 
a lot of these folks that are taking their lives are in, well, they're young people and they're in government schools and they're forced into, because I was bullied when I was uh, a young person, not because I'm gay, but because I, it's easy to pick on me. I'm not very big. You're so, probably very it, outspoken, which I don't remember. You know, ev- everybody ago. was picked on. And I'm not yeah, saying was that some, pe- some people were, right. And you're a, a gorilla. And uh, I wasn't then, but still. <laughs> but you see, this is, this is the, the thing is that the movies would have you believe that there's a class of pickers and a class of picks. And I think that the reality of life is is that mostly everybody gets picked on to some extent. Well, everybody- a lot of bullies are picking on people because they've been picked on, right? I mean, Indeed. there's that kind of that cycle. So, but the thing is, the these people are the problem these isn't the bullies. The problem is self esteem. Okay, like somebody can pick on you all they want to pick on you. You take your own life. So, the, to I me, the vigil that. would be about hey, um, you know, here's we, we support you and your choices and the way you are and we want you to have a great and productive life that's the idea is to show people who are uh, maybe still in the closet young people who are afraid to uh, to come out as gay that there are people out there that uh, that support them that it's okay to talk to friends about this or family members about this the ones that you're not afraid of obviously but it's okay to uh, to talk to people because if you don't then it all bottles up and that can and when you're a teenager you know it's it's not easy to be as rational mark i mean there's a lot of uh, emotions going on there there's a lot of and you're right self esteem is very important uh, but it, but if you know if you're not if you're not used to that you're not trained into that then it's hard to find it especially as a as a young person who's who's dealing with a lot of stuff and of course the government schools don't help mm-hmm. because this is the point i wanted to make that they're throwing these people in together they're th- it's a very unnatural scenario yeah, right it well, sure is well and the, and the supporter of a government school might say well how else are we supposed to convince these haters to not hate than to put them in the mix with other people who are different how's that working I mean, how many people are you willing to sacrifice on the altar of peace in order to get these haters to do what you want them to do? Ten people, uh, young people, killed themselves within the last hundred days. That's what they uh, pointed out tonight because they, you know, were they felt like they had no other answer, and, and they're being forced to be together with these uh, people who are hurting them. They may it's, have been on sad. meds too. There's more coming up here at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Juicy Juice, 100% juice, providing a full serving of fruit in every four ounces. Visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to nutrition, kids need both fruits and vegetables every day to stay healthy and grow. For the ideal mix, your kid should have at least one and a half cups of any veggie or 100% veggie juice and one cup of any fruit or 100% fruit juice a day. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash Your Family Today. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online again. uh, Some of the features there include our shrine of female listeners, the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo to show that they listen to this program go to shrine.freetalklive.com that's shrine.freetalklive.com to get interactive there also free talk live is brought to you by the free state project your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime it's together with other like-minded people 
because the more like-minded people you have in an area, the faster things can change in the direction you're looking for. The, the more individuals will connect with others who are in their lives through work or through uh, various different social uh, groups and influence people to understanding what the ideas of liberty mean. I was talking with Sam from the Obscure Truth Network tonight at ObscureTruth.com out at the, the, the candlelight vigil that we were attending for gay and lesbians and transgenders. Um, I was talking with him about a comment that uh, had been posted, I guess, recently over FreeKeen.com. I haven't seen it for myself, but apparently a 75-year-old gentleman that is a Keen native, has, uh, he's been paying attention to what's been being said, and he really had some positive things to say about the liberty movement and the ideas of freedom and and coming on board with them. And I said to Sam, you know, these are the stories that aren't being told. These are the stories, because you hear a lot about the people that are yelling and screaming, how dare these activists come in here? You need to arrest them, throw them in a cage, and blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of anger. Yeah, how dare they demand freedom? Yeah, there's a lot of anger by people uh, about the the threatening of the status quo. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, but the the stories that aren't being told are the people that are changing quietly, and they're they're li- they're listening to the I- ideas of freedom, to the idea of human beings respecting other human beings and allowing other people to live their lives however they choose, and the value in that because well if you allow others to live how they choose without harming anybody else then hey they might just let you live how you want mm-hmm. uh, as long as nobody's hurting anybody so. Uh, so there's change happening, and bringing people together can help make that change happen faster. Go to freestateproject.org to learn more. That's freestateproject.org. Uh, one more thought here on this. Again, I just got back from the candlelight vigil here in Keene, New Hampshire. I believe they're happening across the country in support of uh, peace, uh, ending anger towards others and hatred towards others who are who are different. And... The, the point I wanted to make is that there was a really great point actually made by one of the speakers at this event about the power of ostracism and mm-hmm. talking about how um, young people in, in schools and these social groups, social orders, they, there's a certain level of ostracism that can happen that can help protect uh, people who are a little bit uh, un- unusual, people who are different. And the people who are friends with them can ostracize those. The people who are open-minded can ostracize those who are not. Uh, one great example was given of these, you know, kind of jock guys that might be real jerks and might want to call people names and be rude to uh, to gay, gay, fo- uh, gay folk. That's the uh, stereotype, sure. Yeah, let's, let's use them for an example. The mom that was talking about uh, one of her sons mentioned that, well, her son, her gay son, is friends with a lot of the girlfriends of these jocks, right? So the social pressure, the ostracism, is that the uh, the young girls will not be very happy with their boyfriends if they find out that their boyfriends were picking on mm-hmm. their gay friend at school. And so it was a really neat example of how ostracism can can really change uh, social structure. And far more effective than all these, these bogus hate crimes laws, yeah, which end up being used yeah. against everybody. And that's where I want to kind of tie that in with the idea of, well, getting rid of the government schools, it's beneficial because, yeah, you could make the argument that the anti-gay crowd will just crowd together and they'll go to the anti-gay hate school or something like that. Uh, But it's part of ostracism. Having people being able to separate themselves and separate their loved ones from people who don't love, from people who are angry, is part of ostracism. Having them in close proximity this kind of excuse that well we need to throw them all together so they get used to one another integration no no. 
Let them separate themselves and let them see just how many friends they really have when they go off in their little separatist world. You know, if people want to have these uh, the, the these sort of integrated uh, schools where a bunch of people go out of all different stripes, that's fine. The, the Really, the issue is funding. And should I be forced to pay for this? Because I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested in funding uh, public schools where it seems to me that the uh, that, that the the main thing they teach kids is how to cuss and knife fight. Well, there's nothing wrong with integrating kids as long as the people, like you say, want to be there. If somebody is integrated with everybody else and they start acting out, whether they're attacking somebody because they're gay or they don't like them because their uh, you know their eyes are brown, whatever the reason, yeah, then get out of the school. You're not coming back. Uh, the government schools force people to send their kids there. There's nowhere else they can go. There's no competition between schools and yeah. between uh, methods of education. It's all the same now. Right. So if you're acting up in my school, you don't belong there. There's, there may be some sort of provisions for, for counseling and changing, but if there's no change coming from that person, mm-hmm. if they're not learning, they're so not many of these their schools ways. are stocked with people that don't want to be there in the first place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, honestly, you've got to ask yourself, what did you learn in high school that's been so useful to you? What did you learn in college that's so useful to you? I mean, obviously, some people have degrees in, in areas where you need it, computer science and lawyers and doctors and engineers and things like that. But so much of what higher education is is just pointless. It's a, it's a ripoff. And then you, you get out of school, you're over $100,000 in debt, you've got some bogus degree that you can't even really, that won't even pay for your education over the next 20 years, and you end up working at a big box store. Happens. Your toll-free number here is 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Uh, You can bring up absolutely anything here. Let's go to the phones and to the fun, I believe. We have George in D.C. You're on Free Talk Live. TSA, George. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I just finished an eight-hour class on the new body scanners that we're finally going to get at my airport. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. God knows how long um, they're supposed to come in late next month. So now you get and, to look at everybody naked, right? Well, I'm on the overnight shift, so I hope I, uh, that'll be a rare occasion for me. Thank God I for see. that. But anyway, um, they were telling us how um, what, they're going to try to phase out the walk-through metal detectors eventually so that everyone would have to go through that. And, and, or, and, wow. Um, yeah. And get this, the new policy, once it takes effect next Friday... It'll be, uh, well, actually, once the walk-through metal, um, when those body scanners get in, once those get in, the, your choices are either let them see you naked or, or really get the new pat-down frisk where they really go up in there going deep. Yeah. I did get a pat-down uh, Was uh, when we were flying back from Los Angeles. I did get a pat-down at one point, and I don't know if it was the new one or not. Has the new one been implemented? Uh, well, no. It, it, the new, the new pat-down gets implemented next Friday. But okay. You, you still go through the walk that's only if you set off the walk. Right, I had the one. I had the pack. Uh, the pat down where the guy kept saying, "Back of my hand, back of my hand," as he was touching oh, yeah, me that's, all over. That's where the sensitive area. Did he go up into your junk? You know, like really get. Really <laughs> he didn't really get up in there. No, he didn't. <laughs> junk. No, this, yeah, that, he's kind of padded. That, that starts next Friday. Ooh, baby, they oh, buy you boy, drink. This sounds exciting, George. If you've got more to share, you're welcome to. Hang on, if you do, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The SACL CAI toll free line. Our man on the inside of the uh, Department of Homeland Security, TSA. George George is with us here. Uh, of course, uh, you can call in as well and bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And this is Free Talk Live. 
Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free. The number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight is Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. And join us online at freetalklive.com. Get signed up for the news updates. You want to find out the latest about Free Talk Live, go to news.freetalklive.com. Get on the email updates list there, Twitter, Facebook as well. News. FreeTalkLive.com. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. Get paid to promote the uh, use of real money. And it's it, this isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. You can check them out at DellValleySilver.com. Get a hold of Karen. Get started today at DellValleySilver.com. All right, 800-259-9231, uh, TSA George with us from D.C., giving us the latest about some changes coming to the TSA, where the pat-downs will become ever more intrusive, and they're going to be attempting to force, at least at your airport, George, and it, it sounds to me like, is it going to happen at every airport with these body scanners, where they're going to be taking away the metal uh, detectors and replacing them with body scanners? Yeah, that's eventually. I mean, that's probably like a, a few years down the line as they mm-hmm. scrape together the money for that. Um, and, but as it is, yeah, once once everything is all in place, your choices will be either, like I said earlier, let them see you naked or let them get all up in your junk as they pat you down. So what else is going on uh, behind the scenes there? I mean, I, I was traveling, and generally the, they weren't too unfriendly, the TSA agents uh, that I encountered. Uh, was it just random happenstance that I get lucky how are your coworkers behaving these days? Uh, depends on the coworkers and all that. Um, also, we just came under new management at our airport, and that's probably why we're getting uh, body scanners because our old FSD didn't really kind of like them because really? he probably read that article about how they're a waste of money and how that Israeli um, Israeli security guy was able to defeat them, something like that. Hmm. So they have this new guy. He don't care. He wants them and. Not only that, just makes life difficult for the screeners here at this airport because now um, a lot of little things that normally would, would have just, you know, gotten like a talking to, like, hey, don't do that, now gets you a 14-day unpaid suspension, probably because he uh, wants to keep the stay within budget or something like that. He's spending all this money on the new scanners. Thanks, George, okay, for the call will. tonight. I appreciate hearing from you in the update at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, we'll get to the Pakistan story, but I've got something related here uh, from CNN. Actually, this came off the front page of uh, free, uh, freetalklive.com. Thanks to listeners like you for submitting it. A pilot who refused to submit to a full-body scan or the alternative pat-down going through airport security said the procedures violate his rights. Michael Roberts, pilot for ExpressJet Airlines, refused a full-body scan last week at a TSA checkpoint in Memphis International Airport in Tennessee. Opting out of scanning is permitted, but those who opt out must receive an enhanced pat-down, according to uh, the TSA. Roberts, however, said that pat-down is misleading. 
Mm-hmm. They concentrate on the area between the upper thighs and torso, and they're not just patting people's arms and legs. They're grabbing and groping and prodding pretty aggressively. Roberts said TSA security measures are ineffective and cited concerns for his rights and privacy in refusing the procedures. He told CNN, I was trying to avoid this assault on my person, and I'm not willing to have images of my nude body produced for some stranger in another room to look at either. The TSA said in a statement that security is not optional, and any person who refuses security screening is not allowed to fly. But people are, uh, I'm, good, I'm glad to hear that people are getting upset about this, to the point yeah. where somebody who's working, who's, who's mm. on the job, is saying, I'm not going to go through this. This is, this is undignified. It's embarrassing. Well, the full bot, the scanner machines, uh, it's been shown by MIT to unzip your DNA. It's not good for you. It can cause cancer. That sounds scary. Yeah, it does. And not to mention the fact that people like Jorge, the DSA, TSA workers are being, yes, are being repeatedly expelled, or I'm sorry, exposed to this stuff. So you think uh, maybe it's affecting your health to go through once in a while. Well, if you're around these machines, even though you're not right in them all the time, you're being exposed to it too, and it can affect your. That'll take decades health. for uh, for them to you know even determine that. So uh, don't worry, we'll but, be you know, but we'll at, be ten trillion dollars deep in uh, in reparations at that point. But at its core, these all these routines in airports are basically humiliation rituals. They're to get you to Absolutely. be to be an obedient slave. Do as they say. It's for your own good, Wayne. Why why are you complaining about this? We're just trying to keep you safe. Come on, don't you want the government to protect you? What about all the people that are going to blow up planes and and hurt people? We need to have the government taking you know, care of us. One has what? to uh, one has to ask where are these people? Why uh, aren't you scared? They're out there. Well, they're not coming because we've got the TSA to keep us safe. The last time they came with box cutters. For God's <laughs> sake, I mean that's what they had box cutters. Do you think you can hijack a plane with a box cutter now? I don't know, but I, I got mean, through with my lighter twice. Right, you know, these <laughs> the TSA misses and and as I understand it, this you know, don't take it as gospel because I certainly don't know. As I understand it, the 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 lighters are the only thing disallowed by law um on on the airplane. I may be wrong. I've just heard that somewhere, but they're missing gun, guns, knives, and bombs they test themselves on 50% of the time. Well, that's at least. okay. The scanners will solve that problem, Mark. So clearly, we need to just have more of the security, spend more money, buy some more machines from our corporate buddies, and then install them and start invading more privacy because you don't deserve privacy if you're getting on an airplane. Who do you think you are? More than 20% of domestic and uh, and uh, international air travel coming into the United States is down since 9-11. The price we pay to be safe. Well, with these machines, how much farther is it going to go? Are we willing to go to 30%? Exactly how few people are we going to cut out of Do flying? you want someone to die? I don't really care. People are going to die anyway. They're gonna die. You don't care if people now you now you really. Sound I'm callous. telling you that people are gonna die. But shouldn't everything be done that's possible in order to protect them? Yes, I, arm the pilots. End of story. <laughs> you think the government is the best organization to figure that out? And that's the point, right? That's that's where it really needs to go. Okay, it, there's no need to to. But the government, if the government's in charge, people are gonna die. If the airlines are in yes. charge, people are gonna die. The government, no was matter in charge. what, people are gonna die. The reason to put the government in charge is in charge is so that nobody's responsible. That's what it's all mm. about. Once you give it to the government, then you've given it to a group of people you can't do anything about. And that's why everybody wants to turn over every security concern to the government because they know that they can't be sued 
So the scanners are in use at 58 airports, with more units being uh, deployed to additional airports this year, according to the TSA. They said strict privacy protection measures are in place. Officers screening passengers in line cannot see the images, and Mm -hmm. the TSA screeners who view the images do not see the passengers. The image cannot be stored, transmitted, or printed, and is deleted immediately once viewed. Didn't they claim that once, and then it was found to be not true? That's right. It still is. They they, they store them. Believe me, they get their jollies. There's plenty of... uh, uh, pictures being swapped out in the black market there, I'll bet. I bet you're right about that. But, you know, what happens when in 10 years when you have prostate cancer, you're 36 years old and you don't know why? You sure aren't going to get any settlement from them, that's no. for sure. Because as Mark pointed out, they just, they're not responsible for what they do. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And as most Americans don't have the level of uh, courage that this man does, and, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Who wants to stand up against the, the, the TSA? What good will it do you? Well, what do we do? When, when you and I have to travel on the airline, I mean... You've got to get where we're going. You've got to get where you're going. It's either go to L.A. via an airplane yeah. or spend three days on the road. It's a brilliant place for them to build a police state because there's not... There's very little that people are right. willing to do who are there. And these, the, the nimrods in the local communities let the federal government be in charge of airports. You know, and that's Yeah, that's it. true. They're, they're just they're, their tentacles are so deep in this. There's nothing that can be done except watching them secession. collapse. Secession. Mm. That it's could that could solve it. it. Yeah, that, that could, could solve it. Yeah, you're right. That if could. Uh, if if a state government decides, you know, the people calling themselves the state government decide to get some level of courage and and go it alone and not and cut all the ties for all the federal money that they're receiving, mm-hmm. which is just our money. Just redistributed. Remember, the money that the federal government gives the state government comes from us. And the federal government takes a huge chunk. So it goes through the federal government. The government bureaucrats lob a bunch of it off the top and then return some of it to the state governments. The crumbs. Uh, So why bother going through that process? Why not just people keep their money, decide for themselves how to spend it, how to save it, how to give it away? Oh, that's radical. You radicals. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Because it's a crazy radical idea to allow people to live their lives without having to beg a bureaucrat's permission. It's Free Talk Live. You take control. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online, freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, and we give them to you, so enjoy those. Head over there, freetalklive.com. You can actually create the content of the site. The main panel that you see when you go to freetalklive.com has a bunch of news items typically in it, or videos, or blog posts. Those were all put uh, put there by listeners like you. You go and submit whatever it is you want to the website, and then other listeners will vote on your submissions, and the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website. So it's a great way to kind of get a, a, I guess, a finger on the pulse of the Free Talk Live listening community and what they think is important at freetalklive.com. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, or barter currency. 
Well, we've teamed up with Midas Resources. That's our syndicate. They're the ones who uh, put put together Genesis Communications Network. And uh, I've, I've picked some, hand-picked personally, some uh, gold mm-hmm. and silver coins that I think will be good choices for you if you're sort of the amateur. Uh, these aren't collector coins. They, they have a certain level of numismatic value, but uh, they're not collector's coins. These are intended to get into your hand gold and silver. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. Check out what uh, what is available there. And uh, they also have just about anything else you could uh, need. There's a telephone number there uh, to call. But these are the ones that I picked out for just kind of... I, I, I had a very difficult time trying to figure out how to buy gold and silver back when I first started. So uh, this is intended to head that off for you. It's gold.freetalklive.com. All right, so you can bring up anything. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. So coming up, uh, we do have this story, Mark. You've got something that you want to tell us about Pakistan. And I'm not sure what the source of this is. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a look into the lives of the people that are just trying to live out their lives there, right? This, is, uh, this isn't about the military or the people that are fighting necessarily, right? What is, what well, is it's, it's all on? that's put, uh, put together. This is uh, from JohannHari.com, and it's, it's a well, one of these well-documented blog posts out there. One of these guys does a really great job. Imagine an hour from now a robot plane swoops over your house. And blasts it to pieces. The plane has no pilot. It's controlled with a joystick from 7,000 miles away. Sent by the Pakistani military to kill you. It blows up all the houses on your street. And so barbecues your family and your neighbors until there's nothing left to bury but a few charred slops. Why? They refuse to comment. They don't even admit that the robot planes belong to them. Mm. But they tell the Pakistani newspapers back home that it's because one of uh, you was planning to attack Pakistan. How do they know? Well, someone told them. Who? You don't know. And there are no appeals against the robot. Now imagine it doesn't end there. These attacks are happening every week, somewhere in your country. They blow up funerals, family dinners, and children. The number of robot planes in the sky is increasing every week. You discover that they are named Predators, or Reapers, after the Grim Reaper. No matter how much you plead, no matter how much you make it clear that you are a peaceful civilian getting on with your life, it won't stop. What do you do? If there's a group arguing that Pakistan was an evil nation, that it deserves to be uh, violently attacked, would you now start to listen to that group of people? This sounds like a sketch for the uh, next James Cameron movie, but it's in fact an accurate description of life in much of Pakistan today. With the sides flipped, the Predators and Reapers are being sent by Barack Obama's CIA. And with the support of other Western governments... hope. They killed over 700 civilians in 2009 alone. How much hope do they have there? Yeah, well, those the, folks. Yeah, no hope for their families that are, are dead, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. 14 times more than the seven, uh, seven attacks in London. Last month, there was the largest number of robot plane bombings ever, 21. Over the next decade, spending on the drones is set to increase by 700%. The U.S. government doesn't even officially admit the program exists. Obama's most detailed public comment on it has been he jokingly told the Jonas Brothers he would unleash the drones on them if they tried to chat up his daughter. But his administration says behind closed doors that these robot planes, uh, plane attacks are the only show in town for killing suspected jihadists. 
They do not risk the lives of U.S. soldiers who remain in Virginia and control the robot planes using a PlayStation-style panel. Jeez. It's it's crazy. Like this, this mm-hmm. is stunning stuff, and you know it, it's it's just true that by and large Americans refuse to even look at this situation. They will not consider these people human. Well, not only not only that, but when you're behind a control board playing a video game type thing, you're not even really understanding the magnitude of the damage and death and destruction that you're creating. It's just like playing another video How game. How could you? You're 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 miles away. Or yeah. Seven. yeah, and if somebody <laughs> shoots one of these little things down, there's nobody. There's no pilot there to take prisoner or whatever but it it just it's very dangerous because a lot of a lot of young kids have been grown up playing video games and and i've talked to my son about this i said you know uh, in these shoot 'em up games you're killing somebody you're killing somebody's father who's not going to go home to their kids you have to understand that do you understand that and he says yes and and actually he doesn't play those too much anymore now but i really (laughs) because i really had i talked to him about that Mm -hmm. i had i wanted him to understand the magnitude of what he was doing when he was shooting people in these games yeah, you know, I I I, I play these uh, video games and, and certainly have played them. I don't have a problem with the video games, but I think you're right that it prepares young people for this kind Sanitized of sanitized killing. Yeah, yeah, this kind of sickness that goes on. That people need to be need to understand that they're using a machine and that machine has consequences. But um, you know, the, the the fact is, the soldiers are going to do what the soldiers are told to do, and that's not where you stop this crap. The stop needs to be the stuff needs to be uh, the crap needs to be stopped from the top. Well, well, Mark, it, it's it's probably true what you're saying that you can't likely stop the soldiers from following orders. They're getting a paycheck. They're doing what they've been told. They're brainwashed, many of them. But that is the way. To, that is a legitimate way to stop it. If sure. the soldiers would not follow uh, these, they orders, don't have any responsibility. Do you understand? Like so, the so I decide that I'm not going to fly my drone anymore. Okay, the career that I expected I was going to have in the military is now over. I'm a, I was a pilot, right? I was going to be there are Top Gun, reasons. baby. There I got the hot chick, the cool sunglasses. I see I'm, I've got them flying Mach three with my butt on fire. There are always excuses for the people involved in the roles of violence I'm with government saying, to continue those roles. There are the always people, excuses. The people sitting in those chairs, running those joysticks, are the most indoctrinated of all of them. There's no one unindoctrinating them. They are. They're, they're, there have been people that have woken up in the military and have decided, and also in the in law enforcement, and have said, happens. "I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to do this. This is wrong." And I've been, I've been wrong. How many and civilians? Are, how many hundreds of civilians are they going to kill before they figure it out? Well, I don't. There's not much I can do about that, right? Besides, get on the radio and talk about I don't freedom. Know. I don't know. I don't what know. What else can I do about Nothing. that? Besides, go out to the the local recruiting center and do some counter recruiting, which is something I want to do, but I'm not really clued into the best times to yeah. go and do that sort of thing. I would think that you would take the peace vigil time and and try to get some of them over there in front. But. If somebody would, you know, start something like that, I'd come out to it. I would, you know, if somebody focused on on figuring that out, I'd do it. Whatever we can do to stop this violence should be done, and if that includes not paying for it, then I think that should be something people do. It's but huge. then again, that's scary. It's risky. It's risky for people that are inside the system and inside the military, even if they agree with us to quit their jobs. They're scared. They don't know what to do. They're worried. They're, they've been working in the military for so long. They don't it's know. It's a bad economy. They can't get work mm-hmm. in, yeah, in, the, in the, the real economy. And uh, so there's all kinds of excuses and there's all kinds of reasons. Well, I can't quit paying taxes because I'm scared. You know, the IRS might come after me. That's a, a commonly heard excuse. 
I'm sorry. Uh, somebody's going to need to do something. You, somebody you needs are to do going, something. Somebody, meaning you, are going to need to do something if you want to see change. Are you really going to sit back and think that you can, like you said, Mark, t- change things from the top down? <laughs> you can't change government from the top down, Fed the federal government. Come on. Yeah, Give me a break. I don't know what you could do about it from the top, the bottom, or whatever. Elect Bob Barr, the so-called <laughs> libertarian candidate? <laughs> Voting because for the him wouldn't have mattered. The Republicans aren't going to do it, and the Democrats aren't going to do it, and the Libertarians aren't going to get into office, and they'd be corrupted anyway if they got that far. That's right. Yeah, there's, there's no changing this. I think the best solution is, if you, as you said previously, secession. I secession. Mean, and part of secession means personal secession. Yep. Not Civil just, disobedience. Right. Not just the, the state getting this, the organization known as the state to secede. That'd be great. If you could, if you could accomplish it, it'd be great. But I think part of that happening has to be people deciding individually that they've had enough of the federal government and the consequences be damned we are not going to support it anymore get together with other people that feel the same way as you do move to new hampshire as part of the free state project and find others who are like you you know even if you don't agree if you think that uh, the the killing of uh, afghanis and pakistanis uh, civilians is really the only way to find the bad terrorist folks that hide among them even if that's what you think what you propose is a system that requires me to pay for it. Because I really only have a couple of choices. Go to prison, uh, live in poverty, and live on the uh, welfare, right, so or enacting, pay for this crap. They're enacting terrorism upon you to get you to pay for their terrorism upon these poor people, many of whom are completely innocent around the world. And you want to know why people become terrorists? It's because their families are being burned and killed and, and destroyed. More coming up. Hour two's on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have there for you for free. Head on over there, uh, freetalklive.com. To the phones and the fun, we'll continue telling you what it's like to be in Pakistan where these drones are dropping bombs and shooting people and uh, destroying lives and families and setting things on fire, homes, and just destroying in general, and it's just horrible. And there's more to the story, and Mark, you're going to share that. But first, to Jericho, listening to WSVG in Mount Jackson, Virginia. Hello, Jericho. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight, Jericho? Uh, well, I'd like to make a couple points, one about the drones and one about Pakistan, if I could. By all means. Um, uh, in the past, in warfare, I mean, there's a term, it's a terrible term, but unfortunately it's true, it's called collateral damage. Right. Okay, you're not going to fight any war anywhere for any reason without killing innocent civilians. Yep. Okay? Now, of course, it is, it's an objective, and over the course of the past, what do you want to call it, 50, 60, 70 years, we spent billions and billions and billions of dollars to create weapons that we call smart weapons 
okay, like your Tomahawk missiles, which I used to deal with, and, uh, you know, and others, which are smart to the sense where it's going to attack its target more generally, more locally, and more precisely. The main, there's two, two purposes for that, of course. One, of course, you know, you want to act your targeting so you get your job done. But the second main purpose of that is to reduce your collateral damage. We don't want to kill any more innocent people than we have to. That's not what they're out there to do. I mean, contrary to popular belief, what you see... Depends on who you talk to. Well, I mean, there's certainly instances of sick, twisted uh, individuals in the military. I was was going to bring that up. Every now and then you'll get a sick individual that was sick to begin with, and they're in the wrong place because the U.S. military is not a place for those people. But Jericho, Jericho, I would like to point out that when I went to the uh, military, and I think that it's got to be relatively common for 18-year-olds, I said something to the effect of to the recruiter he's like well uh, what do you want to do and i think you got a job where you shoot people and he said yeah i do yeah Yeah, i think i said that and i'm just wondering how many say that yeah there's a sickness to being in the military i had the same attitude when i was young i mean of course back then it was during the cold war and Mm -hmm. my 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 objective in life was to kill communists i mean it's that's just the way it is. You were programmed. You were programmed to be sick. So it's one thing to say that there are sick people in the military who are attacking innocent people on purpose, but the people in the military are also attacking innocent people by virtue of the fact that they're in the military and following orders to bomb and kill. And if the military uh, advisors or the people say, well, there are bad guys in that house over there, that doesn't make it okay to go and uh, invade another another uh, plot well, of land somewhere. I, and- my, my, my point being, if you guys know your history, you know exactly what I'm talking about. A place called Dresden in Germany. Yep. Now, now that place, I forget if it was by the United States or the RAF. I forget, but that place was bombed till it glowed in the dark. Yep. I mean that that was, and, and that that that's what we're trying to prevent these days by these smart weapons like the drones. Sure. I, I did hear at the end of your statement mention yeah they're controlled from Virginia, but just to give you an idea, it's a place in the Midwest also. There are people behind, I mean, the actual act of this drone flying and everything else, almost like there is a pilot there. It's just handled remotely. Yeah, that's true. So it's, not like it's not like they're sending some mindless robot out there to do their bidding and it just well, attacks whatever it wants. Well, what it's, not, what it's, it's like, like, uh, like, like, imagine for a second that you enter the arena with your sword and your shield, and the other guy sends a robot into the arena with a sword and a shield. Which one of you is a stinking flaming coward? That's what that's what it's like for those people, okay? When you're on the ground and you've got your AK-47, like that, I choose to look at it. We've spent our money and done our, you know, done whatever to to beef up our military. Sure, I'm just telling you. That the the, 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 that the 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 folks that are fighting on the ground and uh, the people in the surrounding area in the Waziristan province consider the United States military to be full of cowards. I'm, and that's just what the news says. I'm only repeating it, well, and it makes sense I, to I, me. I, I'll, say, I'll say it right here on your air like I've said any other time. You've got these terrorists. We want to talk about cowardice. You've got these terrorists that blow up planes with innocent women and children, blow up our buildings with innocent women and children. I challenge... Any no, you don't really have them. Right I mean, now. Jericho, wait That's a minute. What, wait. I challenge any of these terrorists listening right now to come to my backyard. I'll fight them hand-to-hand right now. That's what I want. Hey, like, that's what I'm talking about, Jericho. Let's get if, – if Obama wants to fight a war on terrorism, and I'd really love to talk about how many terrorists are actually in Afghanistan. But if he wants to do that, why doesn't he say, okay, we'll sell tickets. Osama bin Laden can come with a short uh, – with a with a long knife and a, and a small shield, and we will fight in the – at the Mile High Stadium in Denver. And I'm, I'm there, sorry, there, Jericho. There, there's, there's where it falls apart because these guys don't have the balls to show up. Oh, I'll bet you that... Think Barack Obama then why didn't Barack up? Obama say it? Why hasn't George Bush well, said it? Uh, that, 
I ain't getting into Obama because I, I got no use for the man. I can I, tell you that right now. George Bush could have done it. He's military, George, right? He's got hey, training. George, George, he could land George, an aircraft. George, on, George, he could George, land, George, land George, an aircraft on an aircraft carrier. Jericho. I was, I was all for Afghanistan and Iraq, but George Bush didn't go to these wars to win them. And I have no use for George Bush because he sent our boys and girls to die for something that we did had no intention to finish. Now we can. I, what does I'm it sure mean to finish it, Jericho? Does it mean like dropping no, bombs everywhere? I mean, what do you mean by that? I'm not saying drop bombs everywhere because I think now, like I mentioned, we have the technology where we don't have to do another Dresden. But what you're doing, right, what the military, you keep saying we, were you in the military? Yes. Yes, I was. Okay. The the things that people that are in the military are doing is they're targeting people, and I don't care if they're using the most precision weapons in the world. They're targeting people who have never harmed other folks. And the rest of us are forced by the threat of violence by this uh, military, by these federal cops or whoever, to, uh, to pay for this. And the real terrorists, you mentioned these terrorists supposedly blowing themselves up and blowing innocent people up. I'm sorry, that's not happening here in America, and it's not because of the government. It's just not happening. So the reason why it does happen, the the few times it has happened, is because the U.S. military, these same people you're talking about with their uh, sexy weapons, are going in and killing people and angering them because once your family and your friends have been murdered, then you don't have really much else to live for besides getting well, some I, kind of revenge. I, I personally don't buy into that. Have you ever heard a place called Red house virginia no okay that's that's an active terrorist training camp on our soil well why is it there okay. who's allowing that to happen you tell me you tell me but it is an active why would people want to be terrorists it's, it's jericho let me walk through this it's with you let's walk through little little thought experiment why would people want to be terrorists in the first place because these people that are the terrorist-minded, okay, now I just heard a couple of weeks ago a guy being interviewed who was like, Christina, I'm on poor or whatever her name is. This guy was saying there's no such thing as a moderate Muslim. Okay, either you are or you aren't. This okay, guy now, is a jackball, and he doesn't know what he's talking about. So because well, somebody uh, gets uh, on the television... Let, let, me, uh, let me finish my point, though. Let me finish my point. The point is... The point is, okay, you have, I heard a guy just on radio the other day, look, I came to this country to get away from these whack balls. Is that what you called him, a jack, whatever you called him? Mm-hmm. He came to America to get away from that. Okay, and he's very offended. Great, by now he's by the fundamentalist Christians who are equally as crazy. Look, there are fundamentalist Christians who are wacky, and there are fundamentalist Muslims who are wacky as well. To, to just paint everybody in a religion with the same brush is absolutely absurd. Uh, well, I mean, you can look at it like that, but the thing of it is... Yes, I look at individuals, Jericho. I look at human beings. Jericho, wait, I want to jump in, Jericho. I know he's been he's been running you around in circles. I want to talk about this on how do we end this, right? You don't want to be out there killing brown people in the desert, right? Sure he does. I'd rather not kill anybody Okay, great. they want to kill my kids. Right, see, right, 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 right. There's bad guys out there. I got it, man. There are bad guys there. There are bad guys in the United States government. There are bad guys all over Jericho. Got and that right. Now, the, the, the way that we smart. need to, to undo all of this is that the, 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 the Middle East, if I was in the Middle East, <laughs> I would be one mad mamma jamma. Do you understand? The United States military is backing up the, the King Hassan in Saudi Arabia saying, you. I mean, how are you going to have a revolution and overthrow your king when the United States military is on his side? I mean, you ask me, how do you, how do you fix this? My my opinion at this point, okay. Now, of course, things change through history. I mean, my opinion was a little bit different ten years ago. Okay, my opinion at this point, honest to God, you might fault me for saying this, but I think 
most people, okay, in all these Arab nations, most people hate America and wish us bad. I mean, that's most people, not all of them. Why do you think that is, Jericho? If you can answer that, I'll hang on to you here. Hang on, we'll bring you back. Jericho, hang on. We'll bring you back. Why is it they so-called hate America? Think about that for a moment. We'll come back with you. It's Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those, including listening options. You get tuned in. We've got streams, broadband, and dial-up versions, uh, as well as our listen lines that allow you to call in via any phone that can dial long distance. There's more. Uh, different options, including our satellite feed, webcam. Go get the details at listen.freetalklive.com. The Charles G. Koch Summer Fellowship Program, sponsored by the Institute for Humane Studies, provides policy experiences, experience and training for individuals passionate about individual liberty and free markets. The program includes eight week, uh, an eight-week internship, two public policy seminars, career training, participants intern at one of more than 100 think tanks and nonprofit organizations in D.C. and across the United States, working on issues ranging from privatization of energy policy, policy to free speech. You can apply for a uh, spring or summer placement. Uh, that's by summer placement is by January 31st. Spring is by November 15th. Includes a stipend, housing. They handle all of it at IHS. Just go to libertarianinternships.com. It's libertarianinternships.com. We've got Jericho on the line with us. We've been talking about the just the horrific things that are being done to people, innocent people in uh, Pakistan as a result of what the U.S. military has been up to and the CIA and the other government uh, intrusions and shenanigans and violence uh, and aggression happening there. Jericho called in listening to WSVG in Mount Jackson, Virginia. And Jericho, are you still with us? Yes, I am. Okay. Now, you had mentioned that you had uh, heard what one guy said, I think it was on television, about the Muslim menace and that they're all a bunch of extremists and this and that, and you believed that that to be true. And I wanted to know, I mean, hopefully you'll listen to what we have to say here with the same sort of reverence. Uh, I wanted to know first, for have you, just to have you kind of listen to yourself, you said that there are these terrorists out there and that, uh, you know, they're bad. And obviously that's true. Terrorism is bad. But why do you believe that you said they hate America? Why do you believe that they hate America? Okay. Um, well, I thought about while you're on break. Let's see. Uh, they bombed England. They've bombed Spain. They've that bombed didn't France. answer my question. Bombed, well, okay. Okay. I'm working to that. They've bombed the Philippines. Why do they hate all those countries? Okay, they they hate America and all these other people because they are not. Muslim. Wait a minute, who Listen are they? they who are they? The are you just talking about anybody terrorists. who would bomb something? Because the terrorists that bomb, you know, from the IRA are okay, different. The, 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 the politically correct term these days are the Muslim extremist terrorists. Okay, that's the they I'm speaking of. 
And it's not hard to miss on the news in Iran and a lot of other countries where they're just out in hordes. Death to America, everything else. Okay, uh, by the way, uh, wait, 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 Jericho, wait, wait, Jericho, wait, hold on a second. If you're going to talk about the news, I'd like to talk to you about the Iranian vigil uh, for that they they had. I mean, it was on the news that they had for 9-11. I want to ask you, Jericho, how many vigils have you been for, been to for the 1989 uh, situation where the United States where the United States fighter shot down an Iranian passenger airliner? Uh, not a single words. stinking one. They, you must, you must hate Iran. You must hate. Well, actually, uh, no, I'm not fond of Iran. Uh, hate would be a strong word, but no, I'm not. They fond don't. Of them. This is kind of how they feel, right? Like, you know, this just this stuff goes back and forth, guys, back and forth. Earlier, you guys mentioned earlier. How do we stop this? My take right now: How we stop this? They're going to dislike us. They have disliked us. They're going to keep disliking us. We, right now, who right is now, they? The terrorists and all the uh, the terrorists. It's this nebulous concept okay. that you don't but, even but know. A terrorist. Point, uh, look, a terrorist is a person who wants power, or revenge, they, or, or revenge in many cases. And, and, and uh, you know, obviously, yeah. they want revenge in order to uh, you know they want to okay, get some power. Well, so, what do they want revenge? What do they want revenge for? In nineteen fifty three, for in nineteen fifty three, for example, what did we do to them? Whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't do anything. We didn't do anything to them. But in nineteen fifty three, for example, in Iran, the United States and Britain overthrew a democratically elected leader of Iran and put in the Shah, who they trained to to oppress and torture people. And he was not a good guy. And he was a puppet of the U.S. and Britain. And he was overthrown in nineteen seventy nine. Saddam Hussein until the mid eighties. No, no, I Saddam mean, Hussein was, was in Iraq, but but you're right. But he's right. Yeah. Saddam yeah. was placed. Yeah, exactly. Yes, was Iraq, Iraq was placed was by the United States. Yes, uh, uh, Saddam Hussein was a don't, buddy don't of the U.S. Me, don't ask me to give you reason on this because I don't get it either. Because during the Iraq Iran war, I'm telling you. Jericho, I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you one more time. The reason they, the people that are pissed, are pissed is because the United States government, in your and my name, is messing around in their stinking countries. And they need to get out. Young men pick up M-16s and do what old politicians tell them to do. And they do it in the name of freedom and liberty and mom and apple pie. And they need to realize you're not going to get freedom and liberty by shooting people that's the issue man the issue is they've got some very legitimate gripes as do some people over here and if they don't lay down their weapons and say i'm going to shoot the next guy who looks like he's on the other side then this war will never end Uh, ever ever you you might be right there (laughs) jericho Let me go back to my question. I would like Jericho to answer. I'd like you to answer this because when I asked you why do they, the so-called terrorists, hate America, you responded by answering that, well, they had bombed this country. uh, They had bombed that country. That didn't answer my question. So what do you think the reason is? I, I think they hate us because we're not Muslim. They speak it openly. They speak it openly. The guy I mentioned I saw on TV, this wasn't some analyst, something like that. This was an imam. Okay, in England, he was a Muslim, and he was saying that their goal was to fly the flag of Sharia over to White House. Why not attack, if it's true what you're saying? I'm sure not? there is a nut out there that says that. Probably true. Uh, but if that's know, true... I, honestly, it, it's, it's a lot of nuts. And, and I, I'll agree with you to a point. Uh, Russia proved it in the 80s, okay? They went and fought in Afghanistan for 10 years. Did they win? They're the second most powerful country in the world. Don't forget we're, England. We're, 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 we're dragging our feet over there. To me, to end this, we bring our guys home now, 
and we beef up our security to the point where they can't hurt us. Well, I agree with bringing the I agree with bringing the troops home, but I don't want to live in a police state. Thank you very much. I'm not afraid, Jericho. I'm not afraid of people around the world calling themselves terrorists. They aren't the ones that are threatening me. Yes, there may be some occasional bombs going off in certain places around the world. They're not going off in this country. They're not going off on this part of land. What's threatening me is the U.S. government and the IRS. That's right. Those are the terrorists. The definition of terrorism, Jericho, check. Jericho, you're absolutely right about that. Check the definition of terrorism. Instead of just listening to what the pundits on uh, Fox or CNN are saying about what terrorism allegedly is, they always point to the guys in the turbans or whatever. Those are the terrorists. But no, the real terrorists are the ones that are regularly threatening you and your family. In order to gain some sort of political uh, political control, in order to change things in a, in a direction that would benefit them. And these people, these terrorists, these United States federal government and state government and local government terrorists are using, here's the definition, a person, usually a member of a group who uses or advocates terrorism. A, uh, and of course, that's circular. So uh, employees uh, terror. I will say every time there's a big drug bust, that is a form of terrorism. Terrorism, here you that. go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I want every one of your listeners to call their congressman and ask for an explanation. Why is it when you, the IRS owes you some money, like a refund, if you don't claim it within three years, it disappears? But we all know what happens when you owe the IRS money. Jerko, thank you for the call tonight. House. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Pull up the definition of terrorism because it deserves to be said. What is this? What does it mean? Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free. This is Free Talk Live, and that's what you can do. 800-259-9231 to bring up anything. 800-259-9231 and join us on our website at freetalklive.com. There are a lot of features there, and we give them to you for free, including things like our webcam. You can watch, you can listen, you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners. Because I say interact, you can go and actually chat in the chat room there, which built into the same page as the webcam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to do all that, and it's all free. Cam.freetalklive.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without a lawyer who must know what it takes to win, and for people with lawyers that want to minimize legal fees, maximize winning by knowing what their lawyer should be doing. It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and it's so easy the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. It was made by an attorney to uh, protect you from people of from his profession. It's Jurisdictionary.com. All right, so uh, we've been discussing what's going on in Pakistan, which is not unfamiliar uh, for a lot of people around the world, uh, Iraq, Afghanistan, other places. People have experienced what it's like to live in a war zone. 
a war zone that was brought upon you by meddling politicians people, and psychopaths. That's who they are. And that's why I wanted to get to the, uh, the definition of terrorists, because all these Americans, people like Jericho, have been whipped up into this frenzy over this this boogeyman that there are all of these Muslim hordes out there. The, the, the message he was sharing with us, which he likely picked up from Fox News or CNN or something like that, was that. These terrorists hate us for our freedom. They they hate our religion. They hate this our religions that if they're not Muslim, they hate you. Uh, and of course, there are billions of people out there that would call themselves Muslim. It's yeah. a huge, tremendously many, popular religion. Yeah, and there's many sects of, of, of Islam, just there, like there are many sects of Christianity and Judaism. So if it were true, if there were any truth whatsoever to the claim that Muslims hate people who are different... Mm-hmm then there would be so much terrorism. There would be so much violence. There's billions of, there's billions of Muslims right. worldwide. Do they believe in, if it's true that Muslims believe in, in hating and killing people who are different from them, then do all of the billions of Muslims who supposedly believe in being Muslim just don't get it? They just haven't gotten the memo that they're supposed to be out there killing and hating? Because I don't see it, and I haven't heard it from the Muslims that have called this show, and I haven't seen it or heard it from the Muslims I've known in person. Do they just not understand the message of hatred that is supposed to be the Muslim religion? Or maybe it's that the Muslims understand perfectly well what their religion means, and it's these confused Americans and others who, who are the ones that are doing the hating, who are the ones that are blaming the, 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 these other people for being part of a group, for being part of a religion. It's crazy. It is easy to uh, to just lump people together. Like that's that's an easy way. And of there's going not based on it. any evidence whatsoever. It's just right. based on ignorance. And I think that the average American would likely say something like, "I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong here. Ninety nine percent of Muslims don't want to do anything to me. The evidence is that ninety nine percent of Muslims don't want to do anything to you. Try ninety nine point nine percent. I mean, we're talking about billions of people here. Sure. The definition of terrorism. I'd pulled up terrorist earlier, and they defined it by saying somebody who engages in terrorism. So uh, to be more specific. Terrorism, according to Dictionary.com, the use of violence and threats to intimidate or coerce, especially for political purposes. Now, if that doesn't describe what Jericho was talking about at the end of his call, where I agreed with him, the IRS, the U.S. federal government, these government bureaucracies, the state government, the local government, yeah, the local guys may be nicer about it. They may be a little more closer to home. You may know where those particular people live. But they are engaging in terrorism. They are threatening people with violence if they don't do. If you don't do what they say, violence will be enacted upon you. That's you know, terrorism. This line of uh, th- th- this line that you're taking doesn't really solve anything. People don't care about terrorism. People care about stability. Okay. People care about whether or not they can predict the ca- terrorism. And mostly. You can this. You, yes, that's the point. You can predict IRS terrorism. You can't predict the Muslim you terrorism. Can't always predict Who this predicted terrorism. 9-11? Right. It happens. That abs- absolutely true. Ian. Anybody that plenty of people predicted 9-11, yes. not the exact event, but plenty mm-hmm. of people predicted that there would be attacks uh, in the United States because of what the it U.S. government has done. It happened at that point. And now when they predict them, people want to stop them from happening. And the way they want to stop them from happening is by giving more power to the government. I think it the does... government's the one that caused it in the first place. And this is the point that I've been trying to get to all along look if you kill somebody's mom they're more likely to be radicalized Mm -hmm. and that's really the issue you want to stop 9-11 from happening again Mm -hmm. get the f out of the middle east get out of there leave these people alone to their lives 
Stop killing them and you won't have that problem again. Stop advocating. Stop putting your hand over your heart and saying, God bless Mark, our young men over there who are putting their lives on the Mark, line. Mark, these, these people, you know, even if what you say is true, they force women to wear burqas and we got to go over there and put a stop to that. It's wrong. If Don't you, you agree If that's you wrong? try to put people in, uh, put a stop to it, you will have more people die. Mm-hmm. How many people are going to die? How many people? Do, here's what you do if you want women to stop having to wear burqas. Open the borders and let women with burqas come here. Escape. Let them escape and get Give here. Give them a place them. to go because this is the problem. All over the world, every country's got men with guns that stand on the border and say, you can't come in here. You ain't one of us. Shooting and, a missile into their neighborhood and kicking in their door and sh- screaming and shooting. They're is not, not going to thank them. you for that crap. There's no thank you involved in killing your, their kids. But my point in bringing up the definition of terrorism and relating it to directly to what the government does is to show that the fear that people have of terrorism is completely unfounded. There aren't bombs being set off around here. It's not happening. It hasn't happened, in point of fact, since 2001. There have been claims by the government people saying, well, we caught some terrorists before they did anything. And every time when you dig into those claims, you find out the government people set those folks up. They encouraged them to do things. They created those so-called terrorists. And so my point being that there is nothing to be afraid of from people set mad bombers as much as there is to be afraid of these government people threatening our freedom, threatening to put us in cages, threatening to harm our families. Those are the constant, consistent threats that we get every day. And some of them are predictable, as Mark pointed out. Some of them aren't. You don't know half the time when you're going to get pulled over and threatened by a man with a gun. It can happen any time. For any reason. These people are the real terrorists. Now, they could change. They could change their mind. They could decide to stop working for this organization that engages in terrorism. They may be very nice about the terrorism they're engaging in. They may not beat you and torture you, but that doesn't make it okay for them to come uh, come along and and take somebody and put them in a cage and separate them from their family because they had a plant in their pocket. That's terrorism. The use of violence and threats to intimidate or coerce, especially for political purposes. It's the number one definition of it. The state of fear, number two, the state of fear and submission produced by terrorism or terrorization. How many people in America are afraid to stop paying taxes? Why? Terrorism. Oh, but I thought it was all voluntary. I thought the government was by consent. Doesn't it say that in the, you know, the founding documents? No, it's terrorism. It's government by terrorism. And I'm not being ex, you know, explicit here. I'm not, I'm not being hyperbolic. This is the truth. That's how government operates. It is force. They hurt people. They threaten them. They are the terrorist threat. And of course they want you to believe it's someone else. That's right. They oh, want to deflect attention right, off themselves. Don't look at the man behind the curtain directing all the murder and the killing. No, no. Be afraid of some mad bomber that might hurt you someday, even though there's no evidence whatsoever, pretty much, that those things are happening. But, but there's so crazy. many there's so many areas if you look at it that they've created the problem and in many cases they do it covertly so you don't know or most people don't know and then they they basically get a big reaction a big uproar from the public and then they come in with their Trojan horse solution mm-hmm. all neatly packaged for you with a big bow on which top. makes the problem worse which almost makes the problem every far single worse. time let's go to the phones and the fun Greg is in New Hampshire you're on free talk live hello Greg Greg hello. in New Hampshire. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Greg? Uh, yeah, I went to uh, school here in Manchester, and uh, over the summer I met a friend, and he's from Saudi Arabia, and uh, and he's Muslim. He uh, 
you know, read the Quran every day. And uh, I'm basically a non-believer or an atheist, and we get along fine. Wait a minute. He's not hatching a plan to secretly kill you, to murder you in the middle of the night? No, actually, uh, you know, I'm pretty much just in an apartment here. I don't even have a car. And he'll Greg, how, how are you listening up? to the show tonight, may I ask? Okay, hang on. We're going to come back. If you got more to tell us about your Muslim friend uh, who is evilly, you, you just don't understand, Greg. He's trying to kill you. Uh, he's trying to convert you. It's free talk. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site free. So enjoy those. Lots of stuff there. It's all free. freetalklive.com if you want to help support this show. You like the fact that we give you all the site uh, site features free, then shop with us. Go to amazon.freetalklive.com and get your shopping taken care of. Get whatever it is you're looking for delivered straight to you because of amazon.freetalklive.com. They've got warehouses all over the place, and they are shipping things out with free Super Saver shipping, so you're going to save extra money that way or buy used. Save a few bucks that way. Go to amazon.freetalklive.com. Get your shopping done. Get the stuff you want and help Free Talk Live at the same time because when you enter through that portal, Free Talk Live gets a cut of the proceeds. So Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Greg is, I believe, still with us listening in New Hampshire. We're talking about the supposed Muslim menace, this horde that's out there plotting. Billions of people apparently are plotting to kill folks, but nobody really ever gets around to it because it's ludicrous to believe that Muslims hate people. The Muslims I've talked to are very peace-oriented. They're no, very love-oriented. No, 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 Greg. He's being nasty to you because he wants to recruit you. But if you say no to him, He's going to kill you. <laughs> so you were telling us about your Muslim friend. Go ahead, and uh, if you've got more to share, by all means. Yeah, it's weird. We just uh, met in a library over the summer, and uh, one of the first conversations, he was like, hey, me and my son, my fries friends are going to do uh, Five Guys Burgers and Fries, and you want to go with us? I was like, oh, sure. I mean, <laughs> these people are just want to be as American as us. They're no different. People are human beings, and human beings generally aren't interested, the ones I've met, in killing their fellow man. They understand that in order to have a uh, a good life, that we're social animals, that in order to uh, to enjoy our lives, we uh, get along, have to get along with other people, and in order to do business, we have to be friendly towards others, and in order to you know have people support us, we need to be friendly in our in our lives and our but relationships. It goes the other way too. Uh, you know, humans tend to feel uh, you know vindictive when their you know their lives are threatened and their livelihoods are threatened, their freedoms uh, threatened, and the fact is that the United States. Government, and I don't mean the individuals here. The United States government threatens those things to people in the Middle East all the time, and people here yeah. in the in the United States refuse to even look they at don't it. Acknowledge they it. do not acknowledge it because they do, they act like these people aren't human. Well, that's that's one of the, the ways that that the people in power try to get support for wars. They dehumanize the so-called enemy. 
They make them. They make the the the, the pe- these other people over here. These brown people seem yep. subhuman. Dirty Japs, so, jinks. Yep. That's right. So on and so forth. Now, what else did you want to share tonight, Greg? Anything else on your mind? Oh, actually, isn't uh, the number one Muslim country in the world? Isn't that like Indonesia somewhere else? In the Good far question. East? I don't have that answer handy, but uh, Wikipedia might know. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I believe if you actually go to the Muslim religion page, it does have a breakdown of the the countries in the world and uh, the population thereof. I don't know if it's per capita how they do that or just raw population of uh, Muslims. So if you get a chance to look that up, uh, 800-259-9231. Let's go to Jeremy listening in Alaska. You're on Free Talk Live. Jeremy with Ian Wayne and Mark. Well, how's it going, fellas? Hey, All Jeremy. the way from uh, the great land of Alaska. Jeremy, All how many Muslim uh, crazy terrorists have blown themselves up in your town today? Well, I started a topic on this last night on liberalforum.org and, uh, you know, like, uh, what does terrorism mean to you exactly? You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, terrorism to one person might mean uh, someone just walking through your door while you're, you know, maybe uh, having a self, you know, a good time, you know, or something, or making love to your woman or something. If they tell you you can't you know? make love to somebody and they're going to hurt you if you do, that's terrorism. Yeah. Well, you know... The important thing that people need to remember is to think for themselves. You know, it's funny that all this terrorism stuff popped up right after uh, all-time low for Afghanistan war support. Did you say, uh, Jeremy, that people need to think for themselves? Is that what you said there? Sir? I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure I was clear on what you said. The thing that people need to do is think for themselves? Is that what you said? Well, yeah. You know, and I think that it's kind of uh, ridiculous that just everyone thinks, hides in their sheets and thinks there's a terrorist in their closet or under their bed. Well, if they just do, right, I agree with you, and thank you, Jeremy, for the call tonight. If they'll just do whatever it is the government tells them to, then the terrorists will go away. Just do whatever the government says. Take off your belt. Take off your shoes. Bend over. Pull down your pants. Let us see your children naked. Do whatever it is that we say. And then we'll make the terrorism go away. All you have to do is obey us, and the problems will will just vapor, they'll vaporize. D- don't worry, Americans. You can trust us with your freedom. You can trust us with the pictures of your naked children. And this you is, can trust us. We're th- the government. This is an important point. If you were the terrorists, what were you hoping to achieve by blowing up those buildings on 9-11? Did you really think you were going to bring a nation to its knees? Or did you think that you might possibly have them overreact and steal their own freedom? If what the terrorists hate is our freedom, the terrorists won. Well, because we've lost it. Well, the earlier caller said it was they, they don't like that we're not Muslims. Uh, you know, I don't know what to do about that. Uh, the, the fact is, the fact is, it seems to me that this is a largely Christian nation, and many people who would call themselves Christians are voting for a uh, for the Republican types and the voting Republican for murder. T- yeah, they're they're they're, they're voting for the pro-war uh, parties. Well, I guess they both are. Because that's what Jesus would do. He'd bomb some people with a remote control killing uh, killing device, right? Right. Yeah. So you know, you can you could easily say the same thing if you were sitting in a Muslim country. You'd say all those Christians 
Christians want to do is enforce their way of life on you. And you know and what? you have more you, evidence. You, you'd be able to play back a little thing where George Bush says, we're going to make them all democracies. Every single one of these stinking places with the, with the, with the turbans and stuff, we're going to make them all democracies. But you know, if, if you read the writings of even the CIA experts on terrorism, they'll tell you the number one cause of terrorism is occupation in, one, in, in another country. It's revenge. Sure. It so is. why do these people want to get revenge? Because revenge is a pretty heavy thing, and and I mean, if you especially kill, revenge if, involving suicide. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Well, they, they must. Maybe they have nothing left to live for. Absolutely. Why else would you do something your like that? Your family's dead. Your parents are dead. I mean, are you what really what else do you have to live for except maybe to blow up five Americans with 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 your whatever? It's it's so true, and there's a, there's more evidence, far more evidence to convince somebody to become radical and use violence against people if they live over in the Middle East because the U.S. military is occupying their country. There's not much evidence to say that there's anybody committing terrorism here. They're not, and they could. There, there's there, nothing stopping them. Yeah, there are millions of Muslims in the United States right now living as citizens. Where are the bombings? Where are the shootings? Where is the terrorism? by these people if they are so allegedly evil and so ostensibly out to get uh, people that aren't like them. And the fact is, we are like them. Everybody's like them. We're all human beings. We all have uh, fears, and, and we all have loves, and we all have uh, feelings and, and uh, emotions, and, and we go through similar things, and there's not any difference between us. And that's one of the problems here, is that this idea that Muslim, Muslims are different than Muslims. They hate, they hate people that aren't like them. They worship it, it, Lucifer. It goes back to what you were saying earlier, Wayne, is that just separating people, attempting to put uh, divide, just these kind of imaginary divisions in between human beings well it keeps everyone fighting amongst themselves and offloads the blame from the people who are in power yeah and all the while it's the people who are in power who are benefiting from this the people they who are it. in power they're and laughing about it right whether we're talking about the government agencies that are continuing to grow continuing to fester to add more bureaucrats expand their bureaucracy or we're talking about the military industrial complex or the corporate uh, world that are all connected to these government folks that are uh, being passed money and favors and programs and benefits for getting involved in creating bombs and creating tanks and all that these are the people who are benefiting from this these are the people who benefit directly from uh, from ignorant americans believing these fairy tales about what other people want to do to them around the world when there's not really any evidence for that happening there's an occasional bombing here and there but again that's blowback as it is called from Mm -hmm. when the u.s military and its ilk have gone in these other uh, people's lands and commenced a killing and how would you feel if the same thing happened in your neighborhood Oh, don't worry. It was a smart bomb that killed your neighbors. Oh, they were suspected terrorists. So don't worry about it. Oh, you, your kids were over there playing at the time, or they liked those kids, or you liked those people. Maybe you didn't think that they were terrorists. Well, the U.S. government suspected them. Or, excuse me, the Chinese government, because it would be happening to us, right? So China, uh, China sends some drones over and just starts destroying, targeting selectively the houses in a neighborhood that they believe that they have terrorists in them. Hey, we've got evidence. We're not going to present it to anybody. We're just going to kill people because we're the government and we know what's right. And then we're going to tell people that those people were terrorists because you wouldn't want to kill civilians. More coming up here. Uh, hour number three is on the way. You take control of the airwaves and bring up anything at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. 1-800-259-9231. So, you want to move to New Hampshire for liberty? 
nhmove.info has articles, links, and activism alerts to help you decide exactly where and how to make your move. Even job listings. Browse the inventory of Liberty blogs, sites, and media, or promote your own efforts, all free, at nhmove.info. If you're moving to New Hampshire, you better go now and bookmark nhmove.info. is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line as we launch here into the third hour of the program. You are, as always, welcome to, uh, to dial in, take control. Also, you can interact with us online. Go to freetalklive.com and our other listeners, actually. There are a lot of different ways to do so. We, of course, have chat, the chat room and the bulletin board system. But the main feature of the site actually allows you, the listener, to control the content. When you go to freetalklive.com and you look at the main column of content there, that's all been created by listeners like you. And it's thanks to listeners like you that we have content on our site, period. If it weren't for listeners like you, there'd be nothing there. So uh, thanks to everybody who has submitted something to freetalklive.com. Thanks to those who continue. And thanks to you if you're going to start because it's a great way to get your ideas into the mix of the community of listeners that we have. You're surfing around the web. You see something you think is pretty interesting. You want to share it with our listeners. You submit it to the website. Uh, via the submit, a sh- uh, submit Show Prep link, or use our bookmarklet, which uh, makes it even easier. And then it pops up on the site. Other listeners then vote on whether they like or dislike your suggestion, and then the most liked will make it to the front page of the website, meaning we're more likely to see it and to talk about it here. Now, Mark, how did you find the story you're doing here tonight? I didn't spot it on the front page of freetalklive.com. You're sharing with us uh, a, a lengthy piece about... Pakistan and yeah. the people and what things are like, what it's like to be there on the ground. I think this one was emailed to me. Okay. Where's it from? Uh, it's from johanharry.com. Okay. H-A-R-I. So um, he's going on. He's talking about uh, – He started – for those just tuning in, he started yeah. out talking about the drones that are just murdering people from you know being driven by a distance uh, – from a distance by um, – by these young people sitting behind computer screens, basically. So the press releases, uncritically repeated by the press after a uh, bombing, always brag about senior al-Qaeda commanders killed. But some people within the CIA admit how arbitrary the, their, choices of target, um, their choice of targets is. One... Their senior figures told uh, the New York. One of their senior senior figures told the New Yorker, "Sometimes you're dealing with tribal chiefs." Often they say an enemy of theirs is Al-Qaeda because they want to get rid of somebody or um, Mm. they made some crap up because they wanted to prove that they were valuable so they could make some money from the U.S. government. Mm. Indeed, Robert Baer, a former senior figure at the CIA, says the agency now prefers to kill a suspect uh, rather than capture them and assess uh, assess their guilt or find out what they know. Targeted killings are easier for the CIA or for the military to deal with than taking someone prisoner, he explains. No one yeah, they really have to deal with all qu- those rules. Yeah, no one ever re- really questions a killing. But when you have to take someone mm. prisoner, then you're responsible for the person and then the headaches come. Wow, we have a logic sick. which leads to more and more targeted killings. Al-Qaeda, ooh. Hey, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but Al-Qaeda was originally made up by the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. It, it's the name of the database that they used to store the names of the Mujahideen fighters that they supported during the uh, war in Afghanistan against the Russians in the, in the 80s. Now, in, And they armed them. Yes, they did. They armed them and trained them to kill. 
And what's really interesting about this is in Arabic slang, uh, Al-Qaeda means the base or the toilet. And why would somebody call themselves the toilet? Doesn't make sense. It, it, it doesn't make much sense. You know, and it, it's absolutely true that, that the CIA created Al-Qaeda. But, you know, by their own assessment, there are dozens. That's in the entire country of Afghanistan, dozens of Al-Qaeda members. They've left. Why in the world would they fight there? There, there are um, hundreds of, of Taliban, but you're still only talking 1,500 people at the outside of the CIA's own estimate. You're telling me that we've got the, the, the largest uh, you know, military force that we've got fielded someplace in order to deal with dozens of al-Qaeda and hundreds of Taliban? That's what you need the, the world's largest military for, to deal with dozens of guys and hundreds of guys? Well, of course you do. You need to send contracts to the U.S. military suppliers. And you can't just have a mercenary team going out there. That's cheap. You've got to send the hundreds of thousands of people. Then you've got to really get some boots and some you know, canteens oh, and, and the computers. MREs. And have you heard all those stories about them getting these huge shipments of computers or, or cars or trucks and they're the wrong ones, and rather than getting parts or whatever, they just take them out in the desert and blow them up and burn them? Sure, yeah. We actually had a guy call in years ago, one of the most memorable stories about military, uh, just just amazing inside waste stuff that goes on. They He was working on a naval uh, ship, and uh, what they would do is that when every year they would get a certain budget to replace things. So they would just uh, literally just chuck tools and stuff like that off the side of uh Whatever ship they were on, they just chuck stuff into the water so they could have more next year, so they could buy new things. Insane. It is insane. It is insane. These, these companies that are, are teamed up with the military, the military-industrial complex, they benefit from all this. And there's no end to it because the U.S. Uh, US government is just printing out the money that they're spending. It's not like even if you stopped paying taxes, which I highly recommend you do, uh, I have stopped – even if you stop paying taxes, they can keep funding themselves. Even if uh, if everybody who paid taxes stopped paying them, of course, then we'd have a real paradigm shift and government wouldn't be necessary anymore. But theoretically, they could continue printing money. As long as Americans use the money they print, they will continue to have it stolen from them because of the, the fact of in, an inflation. Inflation is not, by the way, an increase in prices. That's a symptom of inflation. Mm-hmm. Inflation is an increase in the money supply. So they're not funding the military out of taxation as much as – as far as the taxation you're used to, like income taxes. They're funding a lot of it out of just simply adding to the money supply, printing up the money, then spending it with the military-industrial complex. That filters down into their paychecks, filters down to the rest of the economy, and then prices rise uh, typically as a result of that because there's more dollars chasing fewer goods. I believe it was the Grace Commission back in the 80s that actually determined that not one penny of income tax goes to run the government. It all goes to – an interest on the national debt. From the income tax, yeah. Yes. I've heard about that. So, Mark, continue with the story from Pakistan. Uh, so think about that sentence. No one ever really questions a killing. How do we know who, they, who they're slaughtering? Just look at how good you the don't. CIA uh, were at silencing people put into a Guantanamo. Almost all had to be released after being uh, Kafkaed because they were demonstrably innocent. Included, including senile old men and children. True, the program has certainly uh, extrajudicially killed uh, some uh, real jihadists, but the evidence suggests that it's creating far more jihadists than it kills, and it's making an attack on you or me more likely with each and every bomb. Drone technology is relatively new. It, has pioneer- it was pioneered in the 1980s in the right-wing American defense contractor 
James Neal Blue, who wanted to use it against a democratically elected government of Nicaragua, as was then developed by the um, Israelis. Now they routinely use remote-controlled robot aircraft to bomb the Gaza Strip. I've been in Gaza during some of these attacks. These people that were um, there were terrified and radicalized. A young woman I know who had uh, been averse to political violence and an advocate of peaceful protest saw a drone blow up a car full of people, Mm. and she started supporting Islamic Jihad and crying for the worst possible revenge against Israel. Mm. Robot drones have successfully bombed much of Gaza, from secular Fatah to uh, Islamist Hamas to fanatical Jihad. I I just want to ask you this real quick. If you are part of the military industrial complex, and I know that's just a big term that people toss around. If you're a guy whose ma- whose job is dependent, uh, you know, one of the upper guys whose jobs are dependent, not not somebody who just puts together bombs, but somebody who sells them and makes more money for every bomb they sell. Do you want and and you and those bombs are only sold in the United States, and you can only sell them there, and they're a good customer because they have the world's largest military. Do you want more war or less war? More. Probably more. Yeah. If you make bombs that go kaboom and blow people up, you want more war. If you make drones, you want more war. So obviously you're going to come up with something that's going to stir up more war. Yep. And you're going to buy politicians and have them in your back pocket, too. And there's many of them. You can tell them they're all over the TV every Absolutely. night. Absolutely. Tell me which party's the war party now. Both. Both. Is the same thing happening in Pakistan? David Kilcuckin is a... Um, counterinsurgency expert who worked for the general general petraeus in iraq and now advises the state department he's shown two percent of the people killed by the robot planes in pakistan are jihadists wow. the remaining 98 percent are as innocent as the victims of 9-11 that's the highest number i've heard but i've heard numbers like 75 90 percent i don't care if it's 99%. nobody says only half of the people that are killed by these drones are uh, innocent nobody says that which means that more than half of them are. Toll-free number. That's a lot of collateral damage. 800-259-9231. I'm not, I don't accept any collateral damage. I don't accept the idea of invading other people's land in the first place. Leave people alone. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. That is if you want to be left alone. This is Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so head on over there and enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com features including the bulletin board system. You can interact with other listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. 
If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, SACL CAI is uh, the company for you. They handle all kinds of accounts receivable. You didn't get into business in order to handle accounts receivable, collect bills, and all that other stuff. You got into your business to do whatever your business was. SACL CAI, they can handle it for you. They can handle it with respect. They won't chase your customers off or treat them like crap. SACL CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. All right, so uh, we continue here. Mark, you're sharing a story about Pakistan and what it's like living there and going through the hell that uh, those people are going through as a result of what the people calling themselves the U.S. military are doing. Professor Juan Cole puts it more bluntly. When you bomb people and kill their family, friends, and neighbors, it just pisses them off. You probably even uh, form lifelong grudges when you find their mother and children in thousands of bloody pieces in their former home. This isn't rocket science. If they if they were not sympathetic to the Taliban and Al Qaeda before, after you bomb the crap out of them, they will be. Yep. I'd like to tell you about That's all there is to it. I you know, one of the most uh, rational and kind individuals I've met in my life was a man that I called Mr. H while I was in prison. His uh I won't tell you his last name, but I'm sure he's passed away at this point. He was 70 at the time. Rational as you could be, uh you know, just a a very kind guy he would bring you, you know, little pieces of candy for people. Very nice guy. He hated Japanese people. The reason he hated Japanese people was because he was in World War II, mm. and he saw horrible, horrifying things in war. There was a Japanese guy uh, in prison who—this was the only one that was the whole time I was right. there, in t- a decade—came uh, up, wanted to be part of the canteen, seemed like a nice guy. Mr. H just flat out told him, no, you know, no, mm. you're not welcome here. He didn't want to work with a Japanese guy. Had no interest. This is what happens when these hates are created. And, you know, they, they just, they, they're very difficult to uh, tear apart. The polling from Pakistan shows that a desire to strike back against the U.S. increases after every drone attack. The floods were seen as, great as uh, a great opportunity to ramp up the attacks. That translates into young men volunteering for jihad. That's why all the people who have been captured or defected from Osama bin Laden's circle, from his bodyguard to his son, say the same. He's delighted, Osama bin Laden says. He's delighted when Western governments fight back by by recklessly killing Muslims. It vindicates his story that the West is evil and sends waves of recruits his way. Sure enough. Of course, jihadism is not motivated solely by attacks against Muslim uh, countries by the West. Some of it is motivated by a theocratic desire to control and tyrannize over other humans in the most depraved ways. To punish women who uh, wish to see the sun or um, in their hair or novelists who want to write freely. Yet it is a provable fact that violence against Muslims tips many more people into retaliatory jihad against us. Even the 2004 report commissioned by the notorious lefty Donald uh, lefty Donald Rumsfeld lefties a oh I guess it's uh, they're being uh, tongue in cheek here said that American direct intervention in the Muslim world was the primary reason for jihadism. Mm. This is the government's own study. A good example of this is Faisal Shahzad, the 31-year-old Pakistani-American who tried to plant a bomb in Times Square in May. A police survey of his emails over the past 10 years found that he was obsessed with U.S. attacks on Muslims and insistently asked, can you tell me a way to save the oppressed and a way to fight back when rockets are fired at us and Muslim blood flows? The Pakistan drone attacks on the part of the world he came from were the final spur for him. When he was arrested, he, was, he asked the police, how would you feel if people attacked the United States? You are attacking sovereign Pakistan. 
at his trial, he was asked how he could possibly justify planting a bomb that would have killed children. He said, when the drones hit, they don't see children. They don't see anybody. They kill women, children. They kill everybody. I'm part of the answer. I'm avenging the attack. Now, this is a sick guy, but he's just as sick as the average American that says that we need to go over there and kill Muslims because of 9-11. Well, they don't know why. Violence. They just know that they're well, mad about 9-11. they've heard on TV so many times. Yeah. They well, have. They well, hate wait, us does, for our freedoms. Wait, they hate us for our freedoms. But doesn't violence solve violence? Can't we create peace by using yeah. violence? Can't, well, if you want, yes. I think you can kill your way out of uh, uh, Islamic Jihad by killing all 1.3 billion Muslims on the planet. So let's just start the slaughter chambers now. Forget this targeted drone attack stuff, because when you do it, you just create more uh, well, terrorists. You're what you need to do, if that's what you want to do, is you need to start slaughtering men, women, and children. Kill them all. Kill them wholesale. Slaughter a billion of them. That won't create peace, Mark. I'm sorry. That will not create peace. And there'll and be a no new enemy. To- Right, there's no way to accomplish peace through violence. I'm just showing the the absolute insanity of the position. The only way to create peace through violence would be to exterminate the entire human race with nuclear weapons. Because after you kill all the Muslims, there's going to be people that are mad that you killed all the Muslims. They're going to try to kill you because they're going to think you're nuts for killing a billion people. To the phones, to the fun. Let's talk to James listening to WBHP in Decatur, Alabama. Hello, James. James, listening to WBHP. You're on Free Talk Live. Going once. James going twice. 800-259-9231. To David in New Hampshire, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, David. Um, hi. I think Faisal Shahzad, I don't think he was crazy. I don't think he was nuts. Who is this again, the guy in Times Square? Yeah, Faisal Sh- Yeah, the one that just got sentenced. I guess we did justice by throwing him in jail. For well, the, rest the crazy of his thing life. is, to, the crazy part of what he did is he killed uh, innocent, you know, or tried to kill innocent people. Excuse me. Uh, the crazy part is believing that violence is going to solve the problem. I understand the frustration. I've been there. I've been angry. I've considered violence, and I've rejected it. And it's crazy to embrace well, it. Well, what does what what does what does one do when one feels impotent against a, a power that seems like so huge? It's a tough one, question. One, one does what Faisal Sajjad. I moved does. to one New Hampshire. A, one throws a one throws a, a shoe at the president. One takes takes jets and smashes them into a mm-hmm. into buildings. Yep, it's right? frustrating. You know, the it, it it's absolutely frustrating. You, you and think I don't that, blame them for being frustrated, and I don't blame them for being well, angry. I've been there. I don't bl- I don't blame uh, Americans for, for being angry about the nine eleven attacks either. I was angry. I still am angry that people did it. But the idea, the simplistic idea that you can attack somebody who's from that nation that did, you know, that the 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 same criminals that did whatever they did to you are from, is just simple minded. It's not going to fix the problem it's only going to make it worse david any other thoughts it's going to make you know hmm. well what did, you know they just do what they what they can do you know yeah yeah as I, you guys said i understand why they do it i do i do i mean when the, it feels the, like there's no hope the only it. solution is to lay down their weapon for people to lay down their weapons and say hey i love you and that's all that's going to do it yep mm-hmm. no doubt about that thanks david for the call appreciate thanks. it 
Yep, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I was actually, if I don't love you, I'm at least going to try to pretend like I do I, until I can uh, work my way to it. I just saw David tonight at the uh, the, the candlelight vigil, the mm-hmm. LGBT candlelight vigil, and how would things go if uh, gay people were attacking back, if they were killing uh, the, the people that were attacking them? Wouldn't I mean, it would good. create more violence and more anger and more hatred. I agree completely, Mark. Love is the solution, and it's tough to love. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. That's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy our various features. If you've got a smartphone, go to m.freetalklive.com. And you can get quick access to things like our web streams, our webcam. You can get our podcast real quick and easy over at m.freetalklive.com. That's m, as in mobile, .freetalklive.com. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. And to the phones and the fun we go, Chuck in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Chuck. Hi there, guys. There's another way to make the um, Muslims stop um, uh, hating us and uh, killing us. And that is if we were to remove our troops from all Islamic nations, plus all the other nations in the world that we've got troops, bring them home, release about all of them except those that were necessary for a vigorous defense, and now the American troops would be spending their money in the United States. This would cause a, a jump in the, um, the retail market, which would stimulate the economy like something you've never seen, and the standard of living, the disparity in the standard of living between what we have in this country and what they have all over the world, it, I, no tin-horned dictator in the world could keep their uh, people in burqas and uh, keep them in this ninth uh, century religion that... I- they are all in prison. Chuck, I agree with the theme of what you're saying. There's some some minor details I might quibble over. I agree with you that the U.S. military people should be brought home first and foremost. That's yes. that makes sense. That ends the That'd conflict. That'd be a big, huge step in the right direction. A nice apology might be Stop nice too. Schoolyard bully. Yep. A nice apology might be nice too. Oh but yes, the, that's. Uh, that's- the, but I don't think that they should be kept Apologies around. Apologies go a long way. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, Americans or the, have the uh, the government people apologize to these folks. Look, uh, we were wrong for what we've done in the past, and we're not going no. to do it anymore. But ideally, the federal government should be abolished entirely. The U.S. military uh, be just you know just you know, a, I, completely I, dismantled. I understand what you're talking about, but I don't think the American people are ready for that. No, right they're now. not I ready do for believe, it. No, I do believe that man is continuing to evolve. Yep. You know, psychologically, and maybe in another 100, 150 years, we will be ready for total self-government. But I, I wouldn't put that as part of my plan today. I see where you're coming right. from. Right, you need to take steps. I absolutely agree with you that that's that, that's the yeah. right thing that needs to be done. Um, you know, I get all I get all my marching orders from the Declaration of Independence. 
You know, um, the Declaration it, of Independence defines the federal government if we were to use it as the mission statement for our federal government. So let's quibble about uh, whether or not we have a standing military or uh, not. Many of the founding fa- fathers thought that the, the best th- uh, protection was a militia versus a, a standing military. What, what's your response to that? Well, the Declaration of Independence says that 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 the government is, uh, governments are created by man, and the governments derive their power from the consent from the governed. All right, since the governed have the right to defend themselves, it is perfectly acceptable for a national government to create a defensive, I'm going to say it again, a defensive, whatever the, the people feel is necessary. It but what if I don't like big. that? But what if I don't like what they've done? What if I don't want to support their little defensive force? What will they do to me? Then they're well, not protecting they me, are they? Then they're going to hurt me. Well... See, at least uh, with the militia you're solution, about, at least... You're talking about anarchy. There, that's I, I such a, that such a nasty word. Uh, no, I'm talking <laughs> about freedom. I'm talking about the marketplace providing protection services. I'm talking about people that would be out there competing in the marketplace to make people feel safe, rather than this one-size-fits-all government monopoly, this bureaucracy. Of course, that's ideally, that's ideal, but uh, if you will look over the history of man, there have been three attitudes toward rights. The first attitude toward rights was might makes right, and it was perfectly acceptable and important. It was a necessary step in our evolution. The next step in the evolutionary change was the divine right of kings. That is where I'm not here because I'm strong. I'm here because God put me here, and God wants you to do what I tell you. And then the third stage was unalienable rights. And that is uh, what we got in 1776. Well, words words aren't what we... Those words are not what we got. If we had unalienable rights, then they would be unalienable. And clearly, they are alienable because they're being alienated all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. At an increasing rate. But I agree with you. I think uh, you're right about your your statement about kind of the progression of things. And indeed, things need to progress beyond that. It's time that humans... And I agree with you that most people are not ready for this, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't talk about it. It doesn't mean we shouldn't put the ideas out there. Hmm? But I, I, I don't know that I would waste time doing what you're doing, and that is you saying you use the word quibble, you know, over... I don't uh, think if, it's a quibble. I mean, it was, you know, it if seems... You were, if you were... If you owned a home and your next-door neighbor was aggressive to you, you would take some defensive steps to make sure that he's not going to harm you. Well, the same thing would be true in the... In the Neighbors of the nations, the nation neighbors. If we felt like a nation neighbor was a threat to us, we would increase our defensive military thing. Well, tell Just well, tell me something we about this. How how has Switzerland been so successful at remaining a republic and having not even Hitler invade them? It's because they didn't have a standing army. They were the army. They had a rifle in every home. Still do. And, and other countries don't attack them because of, of the defensive measures. Now, there's a big difference between defense and offense. And the problem is our military is used um, uh, offensively with, uh, under the guise of being defensive. Well, if you, if you will take uh, our first uh, venture into being the bullies of the world, it was the uh, Spanish-American War. There was no need for a Spanish-American War. Roosevelt just wanted to test his, his, his new modern Navy. 
So they made up the story about Spain, you know, uh, uh, what's the word, terrorizing, not terrorizing, but exploiting their citizens in Cuba and the Philippines and all over, and the wonderful Americans, we're going to liberate those people. So we killed about, I don't even know how many people died in the in the Spanish-American War, but it was totally unnecessary. Any nation that sees that action, they begin to say, we need to increase our defensiveness against this aggressor who just decides out of the clear blue sky that he's going to you know, attack Spain and and have a war. How long? It didn't even last 11 months. And I think, you know, the nations of the world saw that. They saw America for what it was, an aggressor nation. And, you know, uh, the, the, the fact is that uh, America has uh, gone in waves. And, and I agree with you that the Spanish-American War is a big mess. But I can pretty much put a hole in every war since the, the revolutionary one, including the War of 1812. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I can I can go and which really was just an extension of the Revolutionary War. Um, I can go and, 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 and you know point how america was aggressive in uh those wars too and you know my question is this i understand where you're coming from and i i pretty much agree i'm go i'll go ahead and take your foreign policy plan uh, it's fine by me however what concerns me is that the united states with a standing military has shown that it's a guy with a hammer yeah. looking for a nail right i i, I just thought of that myself when the only tool that you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And uh, they have, they find a lot of gosh darn nails, don't they? Thanks, Chuck, for the call. I, I, I really agree. appreciate your I thoughts. Agree. Thank you. Yeah. I, and, Chuck, I appreciate your call tonight at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves, and you can bring up whatever might happen to be on your mind. Ooh, there goes Chuck. <laughs> so uh, more coming up here, Mark. How much more of this is there? Because I think we're running short on time. Well, I, I'll just read it until we uh, – not not much more. Okay, so um, the Johan Harry goes on. When I interviewed former jihadists in Britain, they said all the same. One of them, uh, Havad Masia, summarized their view by asking, what are we meant to do? Just stand and let them cut our throats in regards to the United States military and their actions in the Middle East? Indeed. 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything Even in the remaining moments, this is Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves even in the remaining moments. There may be enough time for you at 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features that we have there completely free. Uh, A bunch of them are brought to you by two very important sponsors, memory dealers out there offering the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. They're bringing you the webcam at cam.freetalklive.com. You can get SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zenpacks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all 
major networking equipment manufacturers. Uh, the Memory Dealers offers all kinds of customized solutions, including private labeling and more. It's your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs at MemoryDealers.com. And then don't forget HostGator. Uh, when you need to get web uh, work done, you need to get a web server put up online, you need to get a site up, whether it's for business or personal use or, or blogging, go to HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. When you enter through that link, you'll get your first month free. That's HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. And HostGator helps uh, helps us provide the archives, uh, the year's worth of archives that we have for free for you on our website. Thanks to HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. As uh, we continue here, we're going to go to your calls, uh, Mark. How, uh, there's more to this story, obviously. It's, if we get to it, we get very, to it. We're not it's going to. We've got people over. that want to talk here, uh, so we're going to get to them. So what I'm telling you, Mark, is that where did this come from so our listeners can go and, uh, and get it to, on their own? JohanHarry.com. How do you spell Johan? <laughs> J-O-H-A-N-N-H-A-R-I dot C-O-M. Johan Hari, it sounds like, uh, dot, dot com. I don't know, man. So, uh, so yeah, you can go there. You can get the rest of this story. But it's backing up everything we've ever said on this show about why so-called terrorism occurs. It's because the United States federal government is killing people and meddling in other people's business around the world. Plain and simple. Let's go to your thoughts, your calls about what you want, uh, starting with Mike in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Hey, can you hear me? You bet, Mike. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I just I, I listen to you guys now for about three months. Every time I come home from work, I hook my droid up and listen to you over the Internet and everything. Great. And um, I really did appreciate you guys early on. I really did. And uh, now I'm a little disappointed. Okay. Oh, why? I have, I have to tell you, um, I feel in myself, uh, because I think a lot, I listen to a lot of programs, I listen to Rush Limbaugh and Savage and Neil Bortz, and I listen to NPR, and I listen to you guys, and here's what I find. In every single circle out there, there's extremists, uh, you know, true believers, if you will. The Limbaughs and the Savages are the Republicans, yay, Democrats, bad. Mm -hmm. You know, when you listen to Democrat friends of mine, uh, it's Democrats, yes, Republicans, bad, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all these extreme points of view. And with you guys, um, I feel like the more I listen to you, it is, and I know that you may not agree with this, but it, it seems this way. And I can come up with several uh, scenarios that you've mentioned on the radio, the uh, w- reason why I have these viewpoints. You guys are almost as close to anarchism um, as I think that you can come, and maybe True individual freedom can only come from the idea of anarchism. The problem is, is that um, I'm a history buff, and what I see through history is that people suck. Okay, the powerful and the people that desire power, that have that craving inside of them, uh, they have the idea that they're going to gain power and suppress <laughs> the other people and take their power away to gain that power, and they do it again and again from kingdoms to monarchies to dictatorships.
what ends up happening is the people that have no sensibilities towards their fellow man. You recall them politicians. Uh, politicians. The part you're not missing. Just po- so- not, not just politicians now. Mike, the part you're missing is the, there's an important part that you're missing. And I'm going to have to ask my board up to turn your, your call down because there's some talk back while we're talking. Uh, it's a, kind of a weird echo thing. The, the, the part you're missing is you're jumping to a conclusion. You're believing that there would be no regulation in anarchy. Now, I don't like the term anarchy. I think it connotates that. It connotates the idea of no rules. Well, if people uh, suck, why would you want politicians that suck to rule over people? That's you, a good point. And why would you want power to be centralized? Because the worst people gravitate to those places of power. All of that is good, all, all true points, and the, the truth is in the free marketplace, which is what I advocate, I don't advocate anarchy, I advocate the marketplace and private property where people can set rules. And I just advocate moving towards it. In the marketplace, people will be regulated by the marketplace, by voluntary associations of individuals coming together for the common purpose of helping keep people safe and helping improve products and helping improve customer service. We see it today in many different areas that don't have anything to do with government regulation, such as underwriter labor- uh, underwriters' laboratories and ETL, these, uh, pro- these professional companies that test other companies' products to make sure they're safe, to make sure they're of good quality, various different industry groups that, uh, that have standards like ServeSafe, for uh, for restaurants and and other organizations that test and retest and come up with new standards and stricter standards and better standards over time. These are not the government's uh, f- the creations. These are the creations of the marketplace. Those people that are in search of a profit but understand that they can't get that profit if they don't satisfy their customers. The only time that breaks, that rule breaks, is when there's a government monopoly around, standing around, offering business owners a bonus if they'll just allow the government to come in and, you know, regulate their uh, their trade. Oh, co- let's come in and create some regulations for your business. It'll be good for the consumers. It's a lie. The government regulations protect the powerful. Mm-hmm. The government regulations protect the, those big corporations. And wouldn't you rather be voting with your checkbook as to what product or service or company you want to support than voting for some phony politician that's going to do just the opposite when he gets in office? Mike, I'll uh, bring you back here quickly. We've got some other fe- people that want to comment, so go ahead. Am I still on? Yeah, you're here. Go ahead. Okay, great. Let me just make a comment real fast on that. Uh, There's a couple points in history, okay? Now, one of them was, um, what was the major guy that had a copper mine out west? Um, It was one of the Rockefellers or something like that. And real quick, okay, so he went to back east and he told all these people, hey, look, I got this copper mine out here. Now, this is absolutely true story. I saw it on the History Channel. And he says, you guys come out here, I'm going to provide you with housing, I'm going to provide you with a fair wage, and you're going to work in my compromise. So all these people move out, 150-some people. They get out there, and they have houses that have holes in them. Now, we're talking about the Midwest where the 30 below zero, right? They, they uh, have rancid meat. There's no grocery stores because you're talking the 1900s, um, and they have to do everything. And then the company pays them half of what they agreed to pay them. Now, these people go on strike because they're like, we can't survive. We can't eat, right? Well, so the Pinkertons, this is where the first armored car come from. This big corporate conglomerate hired the Pinkertons. They built an armored car around a T-model Ford, and they went around and with a Gatling gun shot up the camp where these people were staying. Now the National Guard shows up. Now the people are like, oh, hallelujah, the governor has sent in the National Guard to rescue us from this company. The National Guard starts setting up Gatling guns above the hill. The people come running out of the tent site that they had, because the houses they couldn't even live in, so they had tents, they run up the National Guard, and they're like, thank you guys so much for coming out here. And the National Guard opens up on them. 
Yeah, th- okay, that's so it. That proves my point. I agree with you, and I thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you uh, that uh, the the government is working hand in hand with those corporations. Call back if you want to discuss these issues some more. We got more people to get to. Yeah, I'd love to talk about it further on another night when uh, we're not running out of time here. Let's talk to Andrew in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Andrew, Michigan, going once. Andrew, going twice. Oh, I'm sorry, he's gone. Adam in Canada. Adam, you are on Free Talk Live with Ian, Wayne, and Mark. Hey, folks, a few weeks or months ago, you had a guy who said, if you can think of one medicinal use for heroin, I will be uh, damned or something. And, you know, there is a medicinal use for it. It's used in place of uh, morphine in England. It's actually safer when the right people are making it, Hmm. companies that have standards to follow. And uh, there are some bad things about Underwriters Laboratory, by the way. They were uh, caught firing their own employees who questioned their claims about 9-11. But, you know, that's all because the government made them do it, blah, blah, blah. We can get past that. Um, the thing about the heroin is it's actually safer. It's diamorphine. It's safer than morphine when it's produced to the uh, same standards. And the problem with the Taliban's product is they're leaving all the dead bugs in it. They're leaving everything else in the soil in it. They're just hacking it down and wrapping it up and sending it out. And the, uh, the problem is you get all these dead bugs in your veins. And, I mean, it's, it's awful what, what the, uh, the quality of the product is. And it's the infections that often kill people or the fact that it's brewed wrong. Uh, that never happens with morphine. I mean, well... It does, but it, that stuff usually doesn't make it to North America. Sadly, mm-hmm. we still have some psychopaths in control of those people, uh, those companies. Um, it goes elsewhere. But the uh, the thing is, that really leads you to a, a funny question. These these people who are scratching and saying, "There are bugs under my skin," they're right. Well, how about that? <laughs> well, that's cute. Are the bugs alive? That, that, that's yeah, kind of weird. I don't know where alive, that goes. But, but I get what you're saying, and uh, thanks yeah, I mean, uh, for the call tonight. Safer. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, we're out of time. It has been Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And join us tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. We'll see you then. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you.